0: Hello and welcome to episode one, preseason week three. So Cook, you know, Cook approaches me, I don't know, let's say two weeks ago,
1: 14 days,
0: a fortnight if you will. And he says, hey, got an idea.
1: I said, yeah, I got a little something cooking in the mind right now. So I'm a little fantasy oriented for the boys. Ah,
0: perfect. He comes to me and he's like, hey, let's get a little podcast going. Something that, you know, keep it light, keep it fresh, something that uh, we can all listen to and enjoy. Every single week we're gonna be here breaking down what's going on in our fantasy uh world, and also um you know, just having some fun, having a couple of yucks with the boys, oh, yep, if you will,
1: yep, yeah, we'll have some bets, some favorites of the week, we'll have some different segments for you, everything to keep it light spirited and for the boys,
0: with that said, let's get after it. Two, one, a little clap. All right, we're going to kick it off with a little preseason special on this first episode of K&C Radio. We're going to do a little uh, segment. We're going to call this uh, Keepers. We're going to go through basically everyone. You know, we got your rosters in front of you from last year. Uh, we're going to go through here and talk about who is a certified lock. You're a bonehead if you don't keep this person on your team. So this has got to be keepers going through the list. Let's just start off with you, Cook. When you take a look at your roster, who, who are you liking?
1: I don't think there was ever, I don't even think a single doubt in my mind that it would be Jay Jettis. No doubt. I mean, this guy is gritting his way into 30 points a week. That's putting up insane numbers for a second year guy. And just, I, I mean, I know he's not projected first, second, or maybe even third overall in receivers, but I think that he's going to take home the crown. And I'd put some money on that. Does any part of you concern with Kirk Cousins being the quarterback? I mean, yeah. Is he in the you know top 10 of quarterbacks in the league probably not but I also don't think he's in the bottom 10 so he's somewhere in the middle area there Kirk think...
0: Cousins is the epitome of average everyone knows yeah. that that's not saying anything special
1: no but he's he's had a track record of being able to get it to his receivers and I think they just put in a new offense with uh, their new coach trying to get things moving around and I'm pretty sure I just saw that Justin Jefferson said this is the most open he's ever felt
0: yeah who's their new coach I know nothing about this
1: I know nothing about the guy. I just know he brought a new scheme, and players seem to be happy. They seem to be doing well in their training camps, preseason so far.
0: Some guy named Kevin O'Connell. Good luck to him.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, sweet. Yeah, I think I think Justin Jefferson is obviously the play. I mean, you got Barkley, but not God. in the PPR league. Nope. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in a pickle here. I've got so I go back and I look at my team. Charlie, I still regret this trade. Uh, you wound up with Nick Chubb at the end of the year. That shit hurt real bad. But I've got between Lamar Jackson. You know, if I want to get a quarterback, if I want to keep somebody in the first, but that's just that's too much for a quarterback. That's that's too far of a reach. So it's got to be between Devonte Adams or uh, Jamar Chase. Chase. I, I don't know. I don't know if Jamar is gonna repeat what he did last year. That was pretty crazy.
1: I mean. Here's how I look at it, is who is the player you least want to end up in the hands of, you know. Yeah, to, so fair. Devontae.
0: So, it's got to be Devontae.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's either that, but at the same time, we don't know. We know Derek Carr is a good quarterback. He's on that, you know, upper echelon tier just a tad bit. But I don't know if he's going to be able to sling it the way that Aaron Rodgers slung it to, to Devontae Adams. I mean. In my opinion, it's a little bit more of a risk, a little bit more of a bet, but I I don't know if I want Jamar Chase in the hands of anybody else.
0: Yeah, he's good. He's good for like the big plays, but there was times last year where this man was, Not you right. know, one point three points, three yeah, so he's he's big time like boomer explode. They've got a super young lineup there with Higgins and Boyd, all those guys are gonna be, I don't know what, twenty four years old, barely out there having, you know, child support payments due yet. And they're balling. All right, let's kick it over to Charlie. So, Cook, I jotted these three down. Two of them are serious.
1: Okay.
0: Patrick Mahomes, obviously, is a bona fide first-round pick. Has been. People reach for him. You know in fantasy, whenever the first person starts reaching for a quarterback, everyone gets a little bit antsy. Everyone starts thinking to themselves, okay, now's the time. Do I move up a little earlier? Try and get myself a dual-threat quarterback. You know, maybe a Kyler, maybe a Jalen Hurts, maybe a Lamar. So this makes me nervous seeing, you know, Mahomes snatched up, but it takes care of your QB problem right off the bat and the keeper. That's true. Or there's Nick
1: Chubb. Additional picks after that, if it's the keeper, yeah, you almost have to say that in any other situation besides it being arguably the best quarterback in the league, I mean, I think, you know, you're taking an RB one, a wide receiver one, but you got Patty Mahomes on your team. That just that makes the decision yeah. all that much harder.
0: Yeah, and then you can just spend the rest of your draft picks on running backs. I mean – Here's my argument for Chubb, though. Brown's current quarterback situation, I believe, is Jacoby Brissett. Is that truth? I think it is. Because Baker's, yeah. Baker's gone, and obviously Deshaun's going to be serving his sussy. I think that there's going to be no quarterback whatsoever on that team, so they're going to be reliant on the run game between, I don't know if Kareem Hunt, if he is still on that team. I haven't seen anything from him recently.
1: I mean, well, and Kareem Hunt was saying that he wanted out because he's not going to get paid enough. So there's where the loyalty lies there. I mean, hey, man, you got to get paid. But at the same time, right before the season starts, kind of being on that holdout trend probably puts you in line to get a few less carries than uh, Nick Chubb would get. So I, I see where you're saying there. And, you know, with the quarterback situation being what it is, which, I mean, I don't think anybody knows what it actually is. I, I think that it's it's probably safe to go with that. But. I still think it's Patty Mahomes in this scenario.
0: People forget Kareem Hunt in Ohio. That's where he hit that woman. I mean, I think if, he, if I were him, he's been trying to get out of Ohio. Yeah. Just bad bad things happen for that man in the state of Ohio, if you know what I'm talking about. Charlie, it'll be hard for you to depart from Tucker if you don't wind up with him either. I also wrote him down as a real star. Uh, okay, kicking it out to Hinkle. Uh, there's just one player. He lost the league last year. <laughs> His team's an epitome, so there's only really one player that – I mean, yeah, it's Tyreek Hill. Like, what are we? It's Tyreek Hill. We're just gonna move on. Uh, big sexy. So this falls in the same thing. Do you go and reach for the quarterback? I put down Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is probably better than DK. So I'm gonna say Aaron Rodgers. But now that I think about it, you also had Derrick Henry on your team. So I'm gonna take that back. I did not see Derrick Henry.
1: I mean, Derrick Henry. If he's any but as healthy as he was last year at the beginning of the year when he was dominating or the year prior. I mean, this is a guy we know to bring 100 yards, three stiff arms a game, and just absolute production.
0: Yeah, so disregard that. We're going to cut all that out. Uh, I totally forgot about Derrick Henry. All right, Michael. Stephon Diggs or Debo Samuel? And Debo just got paid. Debo just got paid.
1: He got paid, but he's a you know, untested quarterback. I, I know that the rumors surrounding uh, their QB situation in San Fran, you know, he's the guy now, but I don't know if he's what they say they are. He hasn't played a single NFL down. We don't know what he's capable of. You know, he might tuck and run more than he passes it. Who knows? But I think Stephon Diggs coming from Josh Allen receiving all the target share last yeah, you year, can't I think can't that go wrong makes that. a bona fide case for. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Can't go wrong either way. Uh, okay. Hamburg. It's Kyle Pitts. I think Kyle Pitts is a stud. I have no idea the current Falcon situation at quarterback. Is it uh, Oregon Ducks? Why am I blanking on that? Mariota? Is oh that their God. current quarterback?
1: I think so. Currently, I mean, I know they might have. Bear just with us, guys. Dude.
0: Oh, Desmond Ritter as well. So oh, Desmond Ritter's he's been fighting playing pretty for, good in preseason. I've seen. Yeah, he's been fighting for some playing time. That's always pretty cool too to see somebody from Cincy, you know, smaller college.
1: He was yeah, he he was
0: the fake slide quarterback, wasn't he?
1: No, that was Kenny Pickett.
0: Yeah, the slide cancel. Yeah,
1: we'll slide cancel delete. We'll see how that turns out for him. I don't know if if you can even pass up because we're still talking about that elite QB conversation. and What we do as a keeper, I mean, Josh Allen's right up there with it. Yeah, true. Pits, I mean. True. That's a tight end. We're keeping over ultimate production.
0: True, but you can, I'm just arguing here. You could just go and get – Kyle Pitts is for sure going to be a top 12er, I think. A, dude, a tight end on that team where there's no real other stars around.
1: I mean, yeah, we're coming off of a season where Hamburg had to make three or four videos. I think his first choice here is of utmost paramount.
0: Hamburg, that video of you ordering – that cheeseburger at uh, what the hell is a White, White Castle? Castle yeah. <laughs> that made my year. That was the best video I'd seen.
1: What did he say? He's like, no cheese. <laughs> no,
0: he's like, you want cheese on it? He's like, yes. <laughs> <And> he just <laughs> literally shivers. That's all time, dude. Love that hammy. So yeah, I'm I'm looking at your roster here. I think it's uh, either Kyle Pitts or Cook. Brings up a really good point of uh, taking a look, perhaps at just grabbing a quarterback while you're at
1: it. Yeah, I mean it's safe to say that with the keeper league this year and having it being our first pick, like why not get the QB off the table if you have a top three elite tier QB? I mean, it's always on the, the table for that conversation, but we'll see Hammy, but I don't know if you can uh if you can let go of a few of the other plays you got on your team, but we'll see. Who else we got on this list?
0: All right, B row. Oh I mean, in my mind I don't know if Cooper Cup is going to repeat last year. They did just go out and give him a fuck ton of money. But to me, I mean, obviously it's not similar to the Michael Thomas situation where you have a guy who pretty much made his bread and butter off of those slant routes. He kind of only had one move. Cooper Cup's not that guy. Cooper Cup will run no. you a dig, he'll run you a shallow, he'll run up the field, he'll go across the middle, he'll get you a little bit, you know, he just chip away. I would also say also don't sleep on Kyler. I love a dual threat quarterback, especially in the way that this league is set up. I think if you use him as an additional flex, that could be huge. But, I mean, it's just tough to turn down Kamara a Cup and a PPR where, you, you know, running backs are king. I mean,
1: yeah, he, he had the loaded roster. here. He won last year. We got, I see, three or four guys on the team who I wouldn't, you know, want to part with for any reason. But. Like you said, Kyler Murray being in the, that quarterback situation where he can get the running yards, the rushing touchdowns, and the in addition to the passing, I mean, there, there's no other ingredient you really need in having a solid QB1 in that league.
0: And then for Roderick, I mean, pretty much just Aaron Jones is all I saw. I'm high on Aaron Jones this year. Um, I got nothing but good things to say about that guy. So I think that that's gotta be the, that's got to be the keeper.
1: I, I can't argue against Aaron Jones per se, but I can argue against what I think his shares will be this year with A.J. Dillon on the team. Yeah, I A.J.
0: Dillon's they, a thick king.
1: Dude, he, <laughs> what, what do they call him?
0: The quad father?
1: The quad father, yeah. Yeah, that dude is incredible. Incredible. I don't think you can get a quarterback or any running back, for that matter, that can beat a nickname like the quad father. So I, I don't know if you can – just for that reason alone, I don't know if you can draft Aaron Bell.
0: Uh Mahoney, I mean, I, I we've all seen that tweet out there where it's no, you know, running back is repeated from you know one year to the next as the number one fantasy guy. But you just you would feel like such an idiot if you didn't take Jonathan Taylor. You have to take Jonathan Taylor, number one player last year, right up there with the Cup. I think you just you know you would feel like the biggest idiot in the world if you didn't take him, and he wound up having a great great year.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't think there's any doubt in Mahoney's mind whatsoever he's going to go with Jonathan Taylor and it's going to be the easiest decision of his life next question
0: all right Rocky I like Darren Waller or I like Najee Harris
1: call me crazy on either of those but I I think there's a better case for uh, Najee I know it's PPR league I know we like the tight ends and uh, especially those top tier tight ends but I think having not as much competition on the Steelers backfield having an un Tested QB room. They're gonna rely on the run game a lot more than they would. And who knows? Their strength of schedule could be asked this year. So,
0: yeah, I absolutely love Najee. I think he's a stud. Now shout out Will Roderick, who <laughs> called him the night before <laughs> the game <laughs> he had against Notre Dame. I believe, yeah, uh, whoever Hawk. the fuck they were playing. Yeah, that was yeah, not a good, time, good, time. good times, boys. Good times. Rounding need to get back to Detroit. I know for real. I don't know if I can go back to Detroit to be honest. We <laughs> might've st- might overstayed our welcome there. Uh, okay, guys, let's round it off here with Hutch. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, I want to say that there's one play- there's one player, there's one name that jumps out to me, and that is Dalvin Cook. Austin Cook, your thoughts?
1: I mean, it's Dalvin. You know what you're getting. You're getting a high upside running back that's got a pretty decent shelf life as long as they can stay healthy. So, I mean – Pending this is the year that he can maybe go a full stretch of games, see some time without even running the risk of an injury. I mean, yeah, he's the number one pick, especially with the burning dumpster fire that is Hutch's team. So I think that that's really the only option at this point, right?
0: Absolutely. I think I, you know, 100% agree. I got nothing more to say. Gods of war, may your hammer be mighty. Alright, right we're now going to start it off with Sunday Scaries. Each week we're going to be going up, picking a, picking something that's on our mind, picking a little category here that is bringing the fear of God into us.
1: It's going to make you cringe. It's going to make you go for the ibuprofen extra strength at 2 a.m. <laughs> it might even make you take...
0: The ibuprofen, <laughs> you
1: know too well.
0: Alright, this Sunday Scaries, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. So, I haven't been the best about keeping up with their preseason games, but I did catch the one that was this uh, Saturday. They played the Bills. And Case Keenum was out there looking like prime Michael Vick. Like, it was absolutely embarrassing. They ran all over our secondary. I miss Vaughn Miller so much. We had to play the Bills after they just gave him a fucking boatload of money and said, hey, you want to spend the rest of your life in Buffalo, New York for $35 million a year? And he's like, yeah, sounds great. I'll pack up my shit and get out of here. So I miss Vaughn. Vaughn, it really hurts seeing you in that jersey. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, there is some light, though. There's some light in the tunnel. I really love our defense. I think we have some really young, great teams, guys. Bradley them. Chubb, that guy is not who you want to see not, in an alleyway. All. You you want this guy on your back, in a bar, fighting with you tooth and nail. I love Sertain. That's a big-time SEC talent. Simmons, don't know where he's from. But we got also Iowa boy, shout out, Josie Jewell. Ojemudie, oh, though, yesterday. yeah. Yeah, we watched OJ just blow hopefully R2. not his knee out, but I mean it, it looked pretty bad, but who are we to say? We we've, we've seen worse. Shout out to Hummel, by the way. The Rams yeah. leading tackler through two preseason games.
1: I mean, that guy just has a, a nose for the football. That guy could find a football if it was dug ten feet under the football field and still get his nuts all over it. I mean
0: Well said. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> So I'm just gonna go ahead and say our defense is a bright spot. Obviously, I'm super excited that we signed Russell Wilson. I mean, that's a no brainer sign. He is, you know, this is what we do, guys. This is what the Broncos do. We say, are you a quarterback who has won one Super Bowl? Would you like to win another? Come on you know, come, come on over here, Come check us out. We got mountains, weeds cool. We got pretty ladies skiing in the summer. You could do it. No worries. Come on over. So, Sierra, you want to come? You just raise the, the – she probably collectively raised the average hotness of every yeah, well, single female like there. Yes, yeah, Sierra's sexy as fuck. Um, so, I'm just going to say love Russ. So, with that, I'm going to say nine and eight season. I would go higher, but I just – you know, I'm scrolling through. I'm taking a look at it, and it's just like the AFC West. What are you going to do? We see the Raiders twice. That's scary. Especially with Devontae Adams now. That's a little scary. We've got the Chiefs, obviously. I don't even need to say anything about them. No Tyreek Hill though. I mean, I guess they just went and picked up
1: um, good guy. Let's see here.
0: Oh, is it Sky Juju. Moore? They got
1: Juju and Sky Moore. Oh yeah, Juju, that's right. And they got Justin Ross. That you know that Clemson guy who uh you know was injured for the whole last year, came in the draft and everybody was kinda looking over him, yeah, comes in plays crazy preseason practice looks lights out I think I think even with the loss of Tyreek Hill I think the Chiefs are still going to be a perennial powerhouse and yeah the AFC West
0: Chiefs just signed Sky Moore they've got Juju got MVS I mean MVS with no hands whatever the guy's a speed demon me Cole Hardman I mean yeah it says Josh Gordon damn they're still trying him out so
1: you know what I'm actually more worried. You know, the Chiefs obviously pose a serious problem. You got the Raiders with, uh, you know, Derek Carr. Who knows how his production will be this year. But, you know, when you have a guy like Devontae catching passes from it, it can be scary. But I'm, I'm I'm looking at this team over here in L.A., the Chargers, and I'm thinking, holy shit. You got Khalil Mack stuffing yeah, holes like yeah. nobody's business. Aww. I mean,
0: this guy. I, I forgot Khalil <laughs> Mack was on the Chargers. It's not going to be that. I mean, I, I will say, I think we can beat the Raiders once. I think we can beat the Chargers once. I think the Chiefs have our number. And that's, yep. you know, I think, you know, maybe maybe some two of those Chargers games or two of those Raiders games go our way. The Raiders are, you know, they're not prone to a fuck-up. You know, N- no. new coach this year. Um, huge, huge loss uh, with uh, Henry Ruggs. I mean, yeah can't be going 100 miles per hour, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, we got also the second half. We got Jets, Jaguars, win-win, Panthers, win. What do you think, though? Baker or Darnold?
1: Or committee? Who knows? I think Baker has the most upside, the most potential. I mean, we saw Sam Darnold. We've seen what Sam Darnold can do over the last two to three years.
0: Yeah, vanilla.
1: You know, 50-50 on touchdown interception ratio it's just you know what you're getting with him and it's inconsistency and i mean you could make the case that baker's inconsistent as well but we've also seen him play his mind body and you know heart out for this guy that yep. really didn't respect that him at all yeah and still bring it to the table so i mean i, I my first pick is baker if they give him the autonomy and kind of give him the keys but who knows what's going to go down in carolina it seems like they just run on a track record of making bad <laughs> bad decisions Uh, That's pretty fair.
0: And that wraps up this week's Sunday Scary. Stay tuned for the next couple. This segment is brought to you guys by Hutchinson Tires. Are you always on the road? Do you shamelessly put in 200-plus miles on the road each weekend? Come check out our friends over at Hutchinson Tires. These guys can hook you up. You can depend on their tires for every weekend trip. They're most durable tires ever. Thank you to our guys over at Hutchinson, making sure you guys can get back to your hometown to chase tail every weekend since 1975. Thanks again to our friends over at Hutchinson. Check them out at Hutchinsongetslaid.com. All right, next segment, we're breaking down the most important pick for this season. Whether it's a position and a specific player, we're going to break through and break it
1: down. Cook, start us off. Start us off right now. I know a lot of people are going to come in thinking the RBs are where it's at. You know, I think having a Jonathan Taylor, having a Dalvin Cook on your team is always a great idea. But as far as the most importance this year, I'm going to go with the the wide receiver. I think it's essential. I think that in a PPR league where we have two quarterbacks, we're playing really highly touted offensive production here. I think, and you know what? The RBs are always going to have involvement in the passing game. They're always going to be out there catching those drop-down passes that Tom Brady, and others like to throw but i think that if you lock in on one of those young guys like jamar chase jay jettas any of those guys i think you're gonna get a bang for your buck that's better than what the typical running back with the low shelf life has to offer i got you know? so lost i got so lost in the sauce i was gonna something else so lost i mean what do you got going on over there what do you think
0: yeah and i'm gonna say i'm gonna just fade that i'm gonna say i think You need an experienced running back. We've all seen the tweet out there. The young guys always come in at number one, but they don't repeat. So I'm going to go out and say this. The experienced running back is going to pave the way this year. When I look at all the teams, all their necessities, who they got, what they bring to the table, I'm thinking this year it's going to be my man, Aaron Jones. Let's think here. Devontae, gone. Who's he going to throw to? Their number one is Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard went to Iowa State. Alan Lazard. How can we be so serious about (laughs) (laughs) it? We need to input the little noise of uh, Mahoney going, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Number one is Alan Lazard. So I don't love where that's at. Um, I'm just going to say, though, I'm thinking Aaron Jones is going to be the guy to keep your eye on on the roster this year.
1: And kind of piggybacking off of what? other people are doing on their podcast. I was listening to one last week where they said, if you're running back doesn't get 13 carries in the first game, historically they will not get to a thousand yards on the season or 10 touchdowns. Damn, that, that really? milestone. So a good indicator, a good test we're going to be looking at is those guys that we prop up as, you know, RB one RB twos. If we're looking at a guy and we're not sure on it and we see him put up, you know, a staggering five carries in a game, you know, obviously there's been some, some times where it, there's been exceptions like last year, Najee Harris, he had like, I want to say just around that 13 uh, milestone, but had a lackluster night. It was like 50 yards or something like that, but he ended up with a thousand or the 10 touchdowns or whatever the metric is. So I think it's, it's obviously important to have a running back, but always be watching that as far as what their production is. If they're not getting the share count, we don't know how much production they're going to have in a week to week basis.
0: Yeah, I just love a running back and a PPR that is good in the flat. I think that's where Aaron Jones is gonna to have to live this year with yep. the lack of. I saw some video also the other day of Aaron Rodgers saying all his rookies or young, you know, wide receivers dropping all of his balls. If I were him, I would want to be playing with a top tier. Run, you know, how is he taking a look at this wide receiver roster and internally not feeling like fuck?
1: what have we done here? You know, how did we get to this point yeah. where there's no Devonte Adams? I'm going yep. Adam Lazardo.
0: Yep. Yep. I think maybe they're paying a little bit more on the defensive side. So he feels a little better about that. And they're probably getting, you know, there's some guys up front protecting him. So I, I definitely understand from that aspect that, you know, that's might be where that money's going, but God damn, do you got to chase down some talent for that man? I, it's like, why would he even want to come back and play if he's throwing to, you know, Alan Lazard? So, I mean, no, no offense. To these guys, no offense. no offense may your hammer be mighty all right we're now going to get started with top threes and one fraud at each position we're going to run through quarterbacks running backs wide receivers that we think are top threes and then we're going to go ahead
1: and uh expose some sorry fellas there will be some some exposing to do i'll tell you that i'll start us off here uh The quarterbacks I like, obviously, you know, we got Patty Mahomes, Josh Allen in that top two, top three conversation. And obviously, you know, homeboy Brady. I put him in there because there's no shortage. There's no excuse for not playing. Like Brady's come in day in, day out, year in, year out. and been like top five, top ten fantasies as far as quarterback goes. I don't think that's going to change soon, especially when he's got the targets that he does have. You know, Godwin, you got Mike Evans. You know, we lost Gronk, but then I'm pretty sure they came back and got like two more tight ends or two more. Yeah, offensive yeah, yeah. So
0: no, that's pretty fair, dude. What the hell is going on with this? He's been away for personal issues, stuff. Uh, what's the theory there? Someone said that he's off, <laughs> mass recording singer. mass singer, <laughs> which made me crack up. The thought of him being a mass singer.
1: I mean, to be completely honest, there's no other excuse. You look on that Reddit subthread; and these people are pinpointing a, you know, if, three paragraph. Yeah. All alibis yeah. looked into. And it's yeah, like, what else could this guy be doing? Yeah, and I
0: think for my top three quarterbacks, I'm gonna agree with Josh Allen. Dude's young, huge arm, has the confidence, and's got his team on his back. Awesome, awesome receiver and digs. Uh, I do think Justin Herbert is gonna make some noise this year. I think he's poised to have been, you know a little bit of a coming out party last year. Uh, he's got like you know a few more fun guys to throw to. Um, you know, than perhaps Lamar Jackson or somebody like that might have. And he's also a little, you know, smooth, buttery on the feet. He's got good locks. And, uh, I mean, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is I, – I couldn't agree with you more there. Um, for running backs, you know, I think we're going to have a pretty similar list. It's a no-brainer. Jonathan Taylor is going to be a top three this year. Derrick mm-hmm. Henry is going to be a top three this year. And I'm between, you know, Eckler and, I don't know, Dalvin Cook. Eckler's
1: yep. going to get a lot of touches. He'll get a lot of touches. He'll get a lot of catches. We've seen his production in fantasy the past few years. It's not going anywhere. I th- I just like to think about the situation that he's placed in. And as far as the three running backs, you know, I'm talking about Taylor, Henry, Najee. These guys are all on offenses. Who would rather oh, run full, run behind the big boys, yes. get the yardage, get the touchdowns. These guys are all three down backs, big yes. body bruisers. They're getting the tutties. They're getting the yardage. I'm looking at that as far as you know, besides a guy like, you know, you're saying Aaron Jones, but guess who he competes with? The quad father. You can't compete with a guy named the quad father and expect to, you know, be putting up 30 points a game. We'll see that.
0: I would never, ever want to be put against someone named the quad father. I don't think that would end very well.
1: well any type of father for that matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Austin Eckler just, see, you know, I got a bowed head. I like that pick. All right, we're going to now wrap it up here with the wide receivers.
1: Oh, we still got defense. Don't worry about Oh, that. I didn't
0: see that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll go with some wide receivers right here. I, I, I think this one's cut dry for myself. I mean, I'm a big proponent of the young, you know, not necessarily track record proven, but the guys who have blown up and sustained, at least for a season or two, the results that they put up. And I, I think that's Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and Cooper Cup. These guys are going in day in, day out, putting in, like, 20 points on average you can look at their averages look at their target share these guys are just freaks on the field they're getting every ball that can possibly be thrown and i mean as far as the other receivers that are out there yeah they're getting targets they're getting share but they're not putting in production like these guys
0: i mean i just think it's gay that you took the top three guys on the adp (laughs) i go to the website i'm looking at justin jefferson cooper cup jamar chase give me stefan Diggs. throw him in there Obviously, I love my man, Jamar. I love my man, Jamar. Jamar, I might pick you. But I think if I could pick Stephon Diggs, I would pick Stephon Diggs. So I'm going to say Stephon Diggs. I'm going to say Cooper Cup. And I'm going to say it is a toss-up between Devontae Adams and Jetta, depending on what happens. I know your boy Jetta is going to go out there. He's going to have a great season. But I don't love Kirk. I don't love Kirk Cousins. You know who I do love? I fucking love me some Josh Allen. So I think Steph needs to get in the conversation. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I mean, we're talking the difference between the gunslinger and a guy named Captain Kirk. And this guy has been captain of nothing recently. This guy's not doing any favors for his Captain team. underpants. Am I right? Sometimes getting the ball to the guys that beat the ball. Yeah. But as far as the big, scary guys, the defense, I've actually I've got some, uh, some outlier picks here. You know, I'm not just going off the one, two, three at the top of the list here. I've kind of looked at this. I like the defensive side of the ball. I think, obviously, number one, Bills, we've seen it the last three years. They've been adding Hawkeyes to their roster. I mean, that's got to yeah, be That's awesome. Yeah, that's number one. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a positive Always. correlation between Always. the amount of Hawkeyes on a defense and the amount of wins. Always. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, that's just consistent. You can see them at the top of the leaderboard. But as far as a few like defenses that are kind of under the radar, they're still up there. I like the Chargers, what they've done in getting Khalil Mack, but I also like the Packers you know they they've been going out there spending the big bucks on the guys who can bring in the results bring in the tackles you know make a few guys literally shit themselves i th- i think it'll be well worth the money
0: no i absolutely love it i got bills on my list all the reasons that you named I think they're just a scary team to face. A.J. Epineza is a monster, and he thrives in the cold. So every time someone plays Buffalo at home, that man is absolutely ready to play. I have to throw my Broncos in there. All those guys I just rattled off earlier, you know, whether it's Simmons, Sertain, Bradley Chubb, we just got dogs all around with noses for the football. So I can't wait to see what's happening there. And I'm going to say number three, shout out to Big Sexy's Indianapolis Colts. I have been so fucking high on you guys to at least win a playoff game. Absolutely, absolutely love the Colts to be the defense to, uh, the defense to beat this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any disagreeing with that. The Colts have that crazy linebacking core. They're spending the money they need to get the guys they need. And, you know, the drafting wasn't too bad this year. but let's, let's we haven't really talked about this, but let's talk about some fraudulent people in these positions, at least at defense.
0: We only have one minute left on the recording. Okay. So I was just. Cowboys you know, are frauds. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that That's out. That's what there. I want to no, say. No, rattle them off. Rattle them off. Go quick.
1: Cowboys are so goddamn fraudulent, bro. I've seen so many videos of Diggs just like playing patty cake with the receivers. This guy paid all the big bucks, showed off last year. Everyone thought, oh, this guy is legit. And he's the face of the defense who is now getting put in the dirt. So. I do think they're frauds. I think they're the fake IDs of NFL football. Oh, defense. Colin Coward, you shut the 15. hell up. They're gonna be bottom fifteen. Colin Coward over here. Yeah, no, okay. So I think for frauds,
0: I always, I, I, I always love to see Stephen A. Smith dunk all over the Cowboys. So I've got to put out. Uh, I don't know. The Bears fucking suck. That's no, uh, oh, you know who's toilet? You know one ply toilet paper soft. Oh. oh, that's not even soft. <laughs> that, that, that's <laughs> like sandpaper. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I think the Chiefs, every single year, I mean, I don't think they're hype. They're probably middle of the pack. Uh, yeah. yeah, it says they're a middle of the pack defense. They always suck. You guys
1: freaking suck. Guy, you know, that dude. number 49 or whatever, Sorensen, who I swear oh, was responsible yeah, yeah. for every big play that I ever watched last year against the Chiefs. S- yeah,
0: Sorensen is an embarrassment to the program, to be honest with you. I don't know why he's even allowed to be in the locker room.
1: He's gonna go up to the training facility next week and this <laughs> the key card's not gonna stand. <laughs> like, you know, nothing personal, man. You just you're just a scrub. So All
0: right, boys, that's gonna do it.
1: This segment is brought to you by our partners over at B-Row Grooming. You will get to enjoy our wide selection of razors, trimmers, weed whackers that will be sure to satisfy your woman every weekend. Also try our anti-aging line. If you're tired of looking like a responsible father in his thirties, then this stuff is for you. Now, go check them out, boys. Thank you to our friends over at B Row Grooming. They they always have your back. <laughs> Literally. Thanks for sticking around with us this week,
0: guys. Look for our episodes to come weekly after this. We got a ton of good segment ideas. Uh gonna have some fun with it. Gonna have uh, you know, one of you guys on every week, potentially a recurring segment with Hinkle. I think we'd all love to get his Colin Cowherd takes. Uh it'll bring a, a bright light into our dull, gloomy corporate lives with that said let her rip what's going on what's
1: oh. going